Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Monday, May 8th. So happy to have you guys here at 5.30. Hopefully you had a great weekend. Uh, it was a, a busy one on my end. I just feel like I didn't really have a weekend. It was like, go, 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 go. But um, it, it was a, it, in a good way. My daughter had a volleyball tournament. And then um, on Saturday or Sunday, we had uh, some shopping to do and went over to a friend's house for dinner last night. So it was a pretty busy one for us. Busy but fulfilling. Yeah, it was great. How was, uh, how was Brooklyn's volleyball over the weekend? It was really great. They did so well. And, and we just, you know, it was Friday and Saturday. And then, um, yeah, Saturday night they were. She was exhausted, but she wanted to go out to dinner to celebrate. And uh, so we went out there, and I came home and just crashed out. It was just we were done, and I didn't even play. I can't imagine how she felt. So, how was your weekend? It was not a super nice weekend. Uh, we stayed in. We normally go out to, din- to dinner on Friday night. Stayed in Friday night. I uh, got some takeout, and then um, Saturday filmed a bunch of car stuff. On Saturday, Saturday night we made dinner at the house. Sunday was out at the ranch. It was just it was just a really nice, relaxing weekend. Really weird, though, this morning, though, I woke up 3 o'clock, and I look over, and the alarm's not going off. I'm like, oh, my gosh, how weird is that? I forgot to set my alarm. Uh, and how weird is that, too, that I woke up at 3 o'clock when the alarm normally goes off? So I got up, wasn't too panicked, got up, got Jax, took him outside. He does his business. Come walking back inside, and look at the kitchen clock, and it says 105. I'm like, that's weird. What happened to the kitchen clock? Did it stop working? Why is it a couple hours behind? Went upstairs, went back into the bedroom to start making the bed and realized the upstairs clock is at 105. For some reason, I woke up at 1 o'clock, but my mind said it was 3 o'clock, and I got up and started my day this morning at 1 o'clock. That's, uh, that's odd. You just thought it said 3 o'clock? Or? Yeah, it was so bizarre. I mean, it was such a deep sleep. I looked over, and I'm thinking it's time to get up, and... It was weird, but rewarding at the same time because I still had two more hours to go back to sleep. And I went back to bed and fell asleep right away. So it was weird, but at the same time, like, ah, I got two more hours to sleep. That, I mean, that's always like a little bonus. It's like a reward. Total bonus. guy. Yeah, <laughs> my mind, like, I got to make the bed, start my day. I'm like, wait a second. This is really odd. Double checked that my alarm was set for 3 a.m. So everything was good when the real 3 o'clock rolled around, which is an odd situation this morning. That's uh, that's always a fun way to start off your uh, week and start off Monday and, and just getting things going. You're kind of perplexed for the rest of the week. But maybe it'll be a good thing. You Maybe you'll be ahead of schedule for the rest of the week. Yeah, I look at it as a, I look at it as a reward. My, my body said, yeah, time to get up. But, you know, it wasn't time 
time to get up. I still had extra time to sleep. And, and also looking back, I was very calm for if, it, if that was the case and it was 3 o'clock and my alarm didn't go off. I was very calm. Like, oh, I didn't set my alarm. Time to get up. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that, I, I don't know what to say. That's a great thing. <laughs> you can always uh, be excited when you get that extra sleep. Oh, bonus, yeah. bonus this morning. Well, we are so excited to have you guys with us this morning. We've got a ton of stuff going on, including your choice of tickets. We've got in the six o'clock hour with Heads Up Concert Week. So two tickets to your choice of participating $25 all in concert. Uh, it, it, like the list is unbelievable. You've got Keith Urban, Maroon 5, Weezer, Duran Duran, Nickelback, Seal, all sorts of artists. And that's coming up in the six o'clock hour. We'll have uh, a really cool Mother's Day uh, thing going on for Heads Up in the eight o'clock hour. We're going to get you a gift card. Good at the Fashion Show Mall, $100. And uh, not just that, but you'll be qualified to win the grand prize, which are my new Mercedes by Michael E. Minden earrings. They're called the Triple Lux earrings. And uh, someone is going to walk away with those. And Dean Lewis tickets also this morning. So stick around. A lot happening. And now it is time to start the show officially with the pre-show you pick up. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear What's a Frequency, Kenneth by R.E.M.? What's a Frequency, Kenneth? Love Me by Faith Hill. Or do you want to hear Days Go By by Dirty Vegas? Those are your choices. You can get your votes in right now. A couple of ways. Tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. Vote on our Facebook page or text or call us at 702-364-9400. We'll count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. Coming, coming, coming up. You're going to want to hear this. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. On the way next, we have the Daily Dirt. American Idol had a big surprise last night. King Charles. We have the audio coming up in about five minutes. And the votes are in the way you love me. Faith Hill is the pre-show you pick up. You choose the music, you pick it, we play it. Awesome. It's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. You pick them. Mix 94.1. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Lionel Richie and Katy Perry weren't able to perform their normal tasks as judges on Sunday night's American Idol because they were across the pond performing for the coronation of King Charles III. So they brought back a souvenir for the show, the actually just crowned king and queen. So the clip opens with Richie and Perry in a room that appears to be inside Windsor Castle. Suddenly in walks the king and queen. Take a listen to this. And we're here for the coronation concert at Windsor Castle. Now we're trying to figure out what can we do to bring some something different to the show. Uh, I Goodness. Did, surprise. I have a surprise. Because I just wanted to check um, how much, how long you'll be using this room for. <laughs> we have to give the room up right away. Kind of an awkward video. King Charles was joking around that they need the room back, but it was hard to hear him and stuff. It was just, I don't know, just a weird video to watch. It just seems like not the target audience for, you know, American <laughs> Idol. Like, oh, here's the king and the queen of 
England. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it just seemed very weird. It was. A, yeah. Did you watch anything of Coronation on Saturday or the concert on Sunday? Not live. I just saw clips. I wasn't getting up at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Super early in the weekend to watch that. As far as the Coronation concert, yes, Katy Perry and Lionel Richie they serenaded the new king and queen. It went down at Windsor Castle. Twenty thousand guests in attendance. Millions watching from home. Katy performed Roar and Firework with a full, uh, full orchestra. Here's some of Katy Perry. And then here's Lionel Richie. this weekend, despite the Writers Guild strike, MTV went ahead with its movie and TV awards, but it was not a typical award show. It was actually a lot like award shows during COVID. There was no host, no audience, no theater, no presenters, just an announcer naming the nominees, then the winner. Some winners gave pre-taped video speeches, some didn't, but as far as the winners, Scream 6 won for Best Movie, The Last of Us won for Best Show, Wednesday star Jenna Ortega, she won for Best Performance in a Show, and then Pedro Pascal from The Last of Us won the award for Best Hero. Yeah, there. I have a feeling it's going to be like this for a while with that writer strike. Right? Don't expect uh, your favorite shows in the next couple seasons. Yeah, a lot going on with that whole thing. Check this out. Usher and Chris Brown reportedly got into a fist fight the day before they were set to perform at the Lovers and Friends Music Festival here in Las Vegas. Happened Friday night. Chris was celebrating his birthday at the Skate Rock City Roller Rink. That used to be Crystal Palace, and then Floyd Mayweather bought it and changed the name and everything. So Chris was there with his friends, including Usher. Chris apparently tried to talk up singer Tiana Taylor, and he pitched a fit when she ignored him. Usher tried to calm him down, but Chris and his crew left. Usher followed them out and ended up going behind a series of charter buses uh, to hash things out. When he reappeared... Witnesses say that he had a bloody nose. So they're speculating there's some kind of some kind of death stuff behind those buses. Hmm. That's just I don't know. I uh, I'm all about second chances, but that's one dude I cannot give a second chance to, Chris Brown. It I just, don't get it. It seems like uh, trouble follows him everywhere. I don't I don't know. I, after the whole Rihanna thing, he's just still a legion of fans selling out uh, yeah. shows left and right. His music is still a hit. I just yeah, it was just crazy stuff. Both guys, by the way, did end up performing at the festival on Saturday night, and nobody has commented on the so-called fight that happened on Friday night. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, right around 7.15. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1834. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. Thank you guys for joining us here on this Monday morning, May 8th. Hopefully you had a good one. Um... Someone that I know that did not have a good one was the Vegas Golden Knights. That was um, kind of a rough game versus the Edmonton Oilers. Now the series is tied one to one, but uh, I didn't go. I had some friends that went and they were just like, oh, man. That that was bad. That was really bad. They, just Edmonton had their number. They just and I kind of had a feeling after the um, game one when they were doing the post show interviews, they were they were just like, oh, this will not happen next game. Now we know what we messed up and we're going to fix that. And they came out and they just destroyed them. They came out swinging. I think what Mark Stone said too, it's like, we, I don't, and no one expected us to sweep five games to sweep Edmonton. No. You know, you don't expect it to happen, but they came out 5-1 that final score. I have friends that were at the first game and this was so weird. 
Could, can you get in trouble for being too loud of a fan? My buddy went, and you know Mercedes is a co-worker of ours at Channel 8. His name is Lance. He's one of the sweetest guys out there. Never curses. He was there at the game with his son, and he is just a very passionate fan. And he was screaming so loud that the lady next to him, who was an Edmonton fan, asked him, hey, would you, can you tone it down a little bit? He's like, this is playoff hockey. I'm rooting for the home team. So he kept cheering and cheering and cheering. And she kept asking him to please tone it down to the point where someone got involved and he had to move seats because he was cheering too loud. Why did he have to move seats? Those were his seats, right? Yeah, they were seats, yeah. So one of the ushers asked if he would switch with another couple and him and his son switched with another, another couple. He said, still the same row, but now a couple seats down from the lady that was complaining for him for being, t- and he wasn't cursing, wasn't be- being rude, just cheering. I think she should have been the one to move. If she was so not liking where she was seated, then they she should have been the one to move. Oh, yeah. Plus, you're also you're in Las Vegas. The Vegas Golden Knights fans are going to be loud and excited. They got home ice. It was just a weird situation. She was angry at him for cheering too loud. That's uh, I mean, there are annoying fans. I was sitting in front of some annoying fans from Vegas uh, a couple weeks ago when we went and. I was annoyed because, yes, they were loud, which I expect, but they just kept cursing, just and saying disgusting things. And there's a little boy and his dad right in front of us. And every time they'd say something, I'd look at the boy and his dad and his eye, the little boy's eyes got all big. And dad's like, don't pay attention. Don't pay attention. And I just I felt really bad. Now, I know you're going to get some of that at games, too, but it was like foul it doesn't it just wasn't curse words it was like saying sexual things and it was just like (laughs) like it was really bad it was really bad like what you what they can do to you and you know what i mean Uh, so uh, i felt like that was really inappropriate and especially too if it's relentless and you were talking about this person before if it's if it's non-stop maybe every once in a while you get a comment that comes out the person gets excited the person is angry fine but if it's relentless and over and over it's like enough already dude Chill with the language. But when it's happy and like, yeah, go, go, the night, stuff like that, I don't mind it. I, I fully expect that. And I expect that from the other team's fans, too. When they come to visit, they're not just going to sit there and be silent, you know? But but as long as you, like, keep it okay and there's no fights or anything, I'm I'm good with it. Yeah, same here. I'm good with the cheering because I saw him. It would have been Thursday afternoon is when I saw him. The game was Wednesday night, and his voice is all hoarse. And for a second, you think he's sick. I'm like, dude, you okay? And he's like, oh, I was at the game last night screaming too loud. I'm like, dude, you really were screaming loud because he could barely speak on Thursday. That's yeah. how loud he was screaming. Well, and that was the big win. So that was uh, extra exciting. I think I was screaming loud in my own house. It was very frightening. <laughs> it was super exciting. Okay, lots going on on today's show. Mercedes mentioned this early. It's Live Nation's concert week. So it's 625 with an early edition of Heads Up. You'll win two tickets to your choice of a participating $25 all-in ticket uh, for the the concert week. So you can pick from Keith Urban, Maroon 5, Seal, Counting Crows. The list goes on and on. It's also Mondays. We have Beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday. This is your chance to win a $1,000 diamond pendant from Michael E. Menden Diamond Jewelers if you can identify a song faster than Mercedes. That happens at 7 o'clock. And also this week, we're looking for our Teacher of the Month. It is... 
National Teacher Appreciation Week, and we want to honor one of those amazing teachers in the Las Vegas Valley that deserve the recognition. It is easy to nominate your favorite teacher, maybe your kid's favorite teacher, um, whoever you think deserves to have the spotlight on them. All you have to do is go to our website, Nix941.fm, click on contest, and right there you can tell us why your favorite teacher deserves to be our May Teacher of the Month. Now, the Teacher of the Month receives a $100 Visa gift card courtesy of Finley Chevrolet. Also, a $100 Visa gift card courtesy of Silver State Schools Credit Union. Maybe throw a class party or just keep that one for yourself as well. You also get that personalized Mercedes in the Morning plaque. So nominate your teacher today. Just go to Mix941.fm and click on the contest tab. Up next is What's Trending? What do you have for us? Taylor reveals some big news over the weekend. Guardians of the Galaxy wins big and instead of eating chips in a sandwich how about just chips that taste like a sandwich that's all coming up next in what's trending Mercedes in the mornings what's trending is on mix 94.1 Taylor Swift is trending this morning as you probably know by now, Taylor Swift has been re-releasing her version of her album since they were acquired by a record label. And during her national show on Friday, she announced she's releasing a Taylor's version of her album, Speak Now, on July 7th. Now, in addition to all the original songs, it's going to include six new songs from The Vault. Taylor said she wrote this album by herself between the ages of 18 and 20. She says, I love this album because it tells a tale of growing up, flailing, flying, and crashing, and living to speak about it. Also, Taylor's uh, trending because of the 1975's Matt Healy. He was spotted at her show over the weekend, leading to more dating rumors. He was also there performing with opener Phoebe Bridgers on Saturday. But a lot of people are saying, yeah, they are definitely an item. There's, there was a, an article I read how they were s- sending secret messages to each other uh, through their concerts. So when the 1975 was last in concert he looked at the camera and mouthed um i love you or you know i love you you know who you are uh said something like that and taylor did the same thing oh at her concert the other night (laughs) the exact same wording and looking at the camera you can't hear her it's like she's just mouthing it so it was it was kind of funny and then people are saying too she just broke up with joe alwyn and she's already with the the matt healy guy there's now they're saying that her and joe were kind of pretty much done back in february that that relationship was was over and he was out back in february just kind of came to light Late April, early May, or late April, I guess you could say. And so there's been some time between our last relationship. Yeah, that's uh, it, it wasn't just a breakup and start going out mm-hmm. with the next guy who comes around. Also trending this morning is Guardians of the Galaxy. There's a new number one in the box office. The movie Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 had a domestic opening of $114 million, which was actually well behind the last film in the franchise. However, experts are saying that any domestic opening over $100 million in the post-pandemic area is considered a successful film. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. Are you going to go see it? Um, I'm sure eventually I might not go to the theaters. I may wait for it to come out on streaming, but I'll definitely see it. I love that franchise. You got one and two done, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
You? No, just one. Okay. So I'd have some catching up to do. Uh, a friend of mine that saw it uh, on uh, over the weekend, I saw him afterwards. He was just raving how fantastic the movie was. I know Steph went to the, the advanced screening of the movie, but I asked him, like, do you need to see one and two in order to understand three? And he's like, yeah, you should probably see two before you see three. Yeah, there's like a lot of complex stories going on in that one, but I love that franchise. It's one of my favorites, and it's my favorite ride at Disneyland, too. So I, I, I have double love for that. I now franchise. love that ride, too, thanks to you. It's so much fun. It's a lot of fun. It's the best. <laughs> Finally, this morning, Lay's are trending why eat potato chips with your sandwich when you can get all of that flavor from just the chips the folks at lays obviously wondered the same thing and now they've introduced through sandwich inspired potato chip flavors so there's lays blt sandwich which has the flavors of bacon and tomato in a savory crisp spin on what they say is america's most beloved sandwiches whoa I I would not try the BLT sandwich, Jim. That just does not sound good. Lay's Wavy Cuban Sandwich has the traditional flavors of pork and cheddar cheese and a fresh take on a classic sandwich. And Baked Lay's Buffalo Chicken Sandwich is the first limited time offering ever for Baked Lay's. And that has the flavors of cheese and zesty buffalo sauce. The three new sandwich flavors are available nationwide, but only for a limited time. And that is what's trending. Let's do this. It's time to win. We want caller 20 702-364-9400. That's our number. Your caller 20. You get to play heads up. And this is a really, really cool prize. It is Live Nation's Concert Week, and we've got two tickets to your choice of a participating $25 all-in ticket a concert uh, for Concert Week. Some of the shows you can go see, like the list is so long, I can't even tell you, but examples, Maroon 5, Nickelback, Duran Duran, Shine Down, uh, Keith Urban, Seal, just so many, and you get to pick the one you want to see. All you got to do is be caller 20 right now, pick your category, pick your partner, Get six and 60 seconds and you win. Easy as that. Caller 20, you're playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Hey, Robin, you're Caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Yes, I am. All right. We want to get you these tickets. Choose your own ticket for concert week. We will uh, give you some categories to choose from. Which one do you want? Do you want to go with Take a Trip, Beer Pong, Apple pie, homework, or root canal? Homework. Homework, it is. Okay, Uh, now you get to, uh, okay, well, first of all, homework, National Teacher Day is tomorrow. These are all things associated with school. Who do you want to pick as your partner? I think I'm going to go with you, Okay, sounds good. All right, Robin, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and you win, and you start now. When they give you one of these to see if you learned all the information, you have, like, a final what? Exam. Yes. Um, This is what the the teacher is doing. Today's blank is this. uh, They give you the what? Sometimes they make this kind of a plan. This is their Um, No, let's pass. Uh, The students sit at one of these. A desk. Yes. An A, a B, a C, a D, or... Yes. Um, This is... uh, I have a test, so I got to make sure I do this a couple of days before. Study. Yes. This is where you go to check out a book. Library. Yes. This is what they write on with the markers. Um, Sorry, erase board. Um, Another word, the color that it is. White. White what? 
dry erase board. Uh, yeah, that yeah. Counts? White, okay. whiteboard. Uh, yeah. She said both words, just not together. <laughs> That's it's it. a whiteboard, but you got it. Congratulations, Robin. Yeah. Oh, goodness, I did. Yes. Nice <laughs> oh, job. You have about 10 seconds to spare, and Robin, you just got two tickets to your choice of a participating $25 all-in ticket concert for Concert Week 2023. Congratulations. And hold on one second. We'll get your information. Now, up next on the show, it's Monday. It's Minden Monday. It is Beat Mercedes. Your chance to win a $1,000 diamond pendant from Mike Lee Minden Diamond Jewelers if you can identify a song faster than Mercedes. And that happens at 7 a.m. It is 6.33 Monday morning. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Uh, just uh, The weather was amazing yesterday. It was, it was actually borderline warm toasty for me i was kind of like whoa it's too hot outside yeah and the heat will be coming yeah with the weather is a perfect weekend to be outside all week long saturday was nice too but yeah sun, there's something special about sunday's weather outside last night too going for a run it was the perfect weekend yeah it's gonna be a nice one today it's already 62 degrees over the weekend i ran into a friend we went out to eat on saturday night and as we were going in one of my friends and her husband was, were walking out and we just stopped and talked and we started talking about what they ordered and what they ate and what's good and they they mentioned um squid like calamari i don't know if she meant calamari or like some other kind of squid and i go like i like calamari but i can't eat the tentacle ones that's just i can eat the little ones that look like onion rings but the (laughs) tentacle ones i can't do it i just can't do it um there's just something about it that weirds me out and i was like oh when she told me that they ordered that she goes it's so good i was like i actually do like calamari but the tentacle ones freak me out she's like oh my gosh come on and so we're talking about that um and, and she goes you're not adventurous with your food and i said i am adventurous have you ever had menudo before and she's like men what and i'm like menudo it's like you know it's a a mexican soup and it's got tripe in it do you know what tripe is tripe is that uh is that the tongue no. What's tripe? Oh, it, is that the stomach? It's the lining of the stomach oh. of a cow. And and so I told her that. And she's like, you won't eat squid, but you'll eat a stomach? <laughs> I was like, yeah, and it's really good, too. And she she kept like shaking, like, oh, I can't imagine. I'm like, you, you got to try it. And, and she's like, well, if you eat a squid, then I'll eat that. And so we have a deal that we're going to we're going to try <laughs> each other's things. The international food nights and try different foods. Yeah. But is there a family or like a, a national dish that you eat that would actually freak people out because her reaction when I told her what it was she was like <gasps> and she and she even asked if it tastes like the stuff that the cow ate she's like does it taste like grass <laughs> and I was like no it it tastes good it's kind of I don't know like rubbery but you chew on it and it just it's soaked up all the spices and ooh it's so so good but she could not believe that I would eat that and I couldn't believe she ate the tentacles so it was a it was a wash but what is the the dish maybe it's a family recipe maybe it's something from your your heritage your culture that you love but most people would absolutely freak out when they found you eat it. 702-364-9400. Is there, what's the, what's the tongue called? Uh, lengua. Okay. I've had that before. That's delicious. I've had it in tacos and stuff before. That is so good. That's, That's real another good. thing I can't bring myself to eat. And, and yeah, my family eats it too, but nope.
nope <laughs> like i don't want to taste each other <laughs> you just start tasting it just tasting it back hey, yeah nope because the first time i didn't know what it was the first time i had it this was years ago but i was at a buddy's house and he had it. I'm like these tacos are amazing and he tells me what they are i'm like oh my gosh it's mm, fantastic yeah i've been to a sushi restaurant before where they serve live shrimp where they bring it out and they i think they just they it's live and then they just had killed it before they serve it and same with same with uh, prawns as well, and you can still see it. It's kind of moving as well, and you have to kind of get past that. Oh. But it, I mean, you talk about the freshest sushi possible. It's that right there, and it's really good. It's like looking at you and saying, "Please change your mind." Oh, it's, you see it moving and stuff. You're like, wait, why is it still moving? You're like, oh. no, it's just it's, it's its final movements. But it's 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 the freshest sushi possible because they literally just took it out, cl- killed it, and cleaned it, and it's right there on the plate for you to eat. Uh, let's uh, let's talk to Brandy. She's on the phone. Brandy, what's the dish that most people would be so disgusted when they found out you ate it? Brandy. Oh, Brandy. Is not there. Oh, hello. Hi, hello. there you are, Randy. What is what is the dish for you? Peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches. I've heard that must be a great thing because I've heard a lot of people really like those. That might be our next try at Tuesday because I just I can't understand PB and mayo. It sounds good. I like both. Do you like mayo? Can you do you put mayo in your sandwich, Mercedes? Mm, I'm not a fan of mayonnaise. The only time I'll I'll eat it is if I mix it with tuna. And that's it. I, I don't like mayonnaise. See, I'm a mayo guy. If anytime I get a sandwich from Subway or Porta Subs, by the way, the Porta Subs mayo mustard mix is the best in the world. But I, I am all in on mayo. That sounds pretty good. PB uh, and mayo. This uh, text just came in. It said pozole con patas. Do you know what that is? Mm-mm. It's uh, it's a soup, pozole, and con patas, that's with feet. It's got pig's feet in it. All right. <laughs> Mercedes glanced over to me and she was saying, it's got pig's feet in it. I, I'd be willing to try all this stuff. I you would. would. Whether or not I like it or not is a different story, but I would try that. I would go in it with an open mind. We did the tongue. We had the tongue in here for Try Tuesday, did we not? Because remember, Jocelyn had to go out and buy the it, tongue. It wasn't Try Tuesday. We were doing something where we threw the tongue and I had to catch it. We never ate it. I felt bad. I was like, what a waste of a tongue. And we threw it away after that. It was really sad. Why were we tossing tongue? I don't know. I think it was for, not try it Tuesday, um, Radio Truth or Dare. And you had to catch a tongue? Yeah, like someone threw it and I had to catch it. I, I don't even remember what it what the reason behind it was. Didn't someone take it home though and eat it? No, I felt we like threw it, it away. We did? Oh my gosh, what a waste. After we all had our hands on it and That's stuff. True. Yeah, someone says <laughs> grasshopper tacos. Uh, Raul says my mom makes frog legs like little chicken wings. They're so good. Um, and then this one says my favorite dish is beef tartare from Laos. I've had beef tartare, not the Laos kind, but mm-hmm. oh man, I love that. That is one of my favorites. All right. It is Monday. Beat Mercedes. Your chance to win that thousand dollar diamond pendant from Michael E. Mended Diamond Jewelers. This is so fun just to play along as you're driving to work. But if you're competing, you could win that thousand dollar diamond pendant if you can identify a song faster than Mercedes. So up next is the hot three. What do you have for us? Well, technology has certainly made life easier, but there is one thing that 83% of people say they like to do the old-fashioned way. We'll tell you what it is. Also, you can suffer from high blood pressure by doing this for just 30 minutes um, a week. We'll tell you what it is. And if you're in the dating world and you're using dating apps, what are the top things in dating profiles that immediately makes you swipe left? All of that is coming up next in the Hot 3. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Coming up here in about 10 minutes, it's Beat Mercedes on Minden Monday. This is your chance to win a $1,000 diamond pendant from Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers if you can identify a song faster than Mercedes. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. Are you a fan of digital when it comes to banking? A new study found that when it comes to finances, banking, all of that stuff, people across all generations prefer a human touch. 83% of people say they prefer using a physical bank for their financial needs. A third of people say they strictly use physical banks, ditching digital completely, including 40% of Gen Z and 34% of baby boomers. Now, in comparison, only 10% overall say that they'd rather just use a digital bank with no physical presence. People who prefer physical banks say they like having the confidence that their transactions are being handled correctly and being able to talk to a human out of all the respondents surveyed gen z would rather talk to humans the most 60 percent uh compared to the other generations do you do any in 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 store banking um only if it's like um having to maybe like invest money and even then it's not really a bank it's like i i don't i don't really do anything uh, if i go to get money from the atm i'll do the drive up mm-hmm. I, I, everything else is pretty much digital i was one of the last holdouts to get my check deposited directly into my bank account and i'm gonna say last holdouts it was like 2004 but i was in dc because i would always get my paycheck on a friday and i was like my thing i go to the bank and cash it and have my money in hand and maybe deposit some or keep some cash for the weekend but i'll never forget it was like on a thursday and our, our boss came in 
like, hey, just so everyone knows, there's an issue with the paychecks tomorrow. If you have direct deposit, everything is fine. Your money will be in there. But if you do do a check, there was a delay getting the mailed out, and they won't be here until like next Wednesday. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's me. No paycheck until Wednesday. That's the day that I switched it to direct deposit. Yeah, you just know it's going to be there, mm-hmm. and you don't have to worry about getting, you know, getting to the bank or anything like that. It's a lot easier. Also this morning, spending 30 minutes on the phone with customer support can cause anyone's blood to boil, right? But can it be the same for people chatting with grandma? Well, a new 12-year-old study has found that spending just 30 minutes talking on the phone each week can lead to a 12% risk of higher blood pressure. And that's total minutes, not just a 30-minute call. It isn't the stress of dealing with someone on the other end or even making sure grandma remembers to you know, take her meds or anything like that. The idea is that cell phone short usage emits low levels of radio frequency energy and even in short term exposure it's being linked to hypertension now the risk goes up the more time you spend on the phone it's 13% for people who talk 1 to 3 hours per week 16% for 4 to 6 hours and 25% for those on the phone longer than 6 hours a week 6 hours a week on the phone dear lord that's a long time to be talking oh man get my mom on the phone you get close (laughs) get really close okay mom I gotta go Oh, wait, one more thing. Okay, gotcha. All right. Oh, wait, did I tell you about someone? No, I got to go. I Actually, that just reminded me. I never, we always call on Sundays. Like, that's the rule. All of us kids have to call mom on Sundays, and I did not call her yesterday. She's going to be so mad at me when I call her today to apologize for that. Tell her you're doing it for your health. Like, mom, yeah. I really spoke on the phone a lot last week. I Just for my health, I decided to call you today, Monday that's afternoon. That's a good excuse. Mm-hmm. I like that. I'll send her the article. Um, finally, this morning, if you are scrolling through Tinder, what is something that would be an immediate deal breaker for you? Like as soon as you saw it in their profile, you'd swipe left. In a new poll, people were told to assume it was someone they found attractive enough to date. So there are even deal breakers for hot people, guys. Now, here are the worst. Well, I'll ask you if there if you were scrolling through, what's something that would make you immediately swipe left? Being all things considered, she's attractive, all that. But you see this and you're like, bye. Um, if it's a picture with her and another guy, like why, why is there a guy in your picture? Those are people do, do women that? post pictures of other guys on their, on their photos for dating apps. We had one of Laura's coworkers, sweetest guy, his name is Aaron. And he posts, he got on a dating app and he showed us and we're like, well, it was a picture of him and Laura. I'm like, why do you have a photo of Laura on there? Cause he loved the picture of him. He's like, I just look great in this. And Laura's like, that's fine. If you want to use that. And me you and couldn't dating. just crop it and cut her out. That's what we said. That's bizarre. Really bizarre. And he put it on there. It was like his main photo too. It's like, okay, interesting. So if I did see that, the girl with the guy, ah, that's a deal breaker. Uh, Oh, yeah. Well, for the the five worst things to see in a woman's profile are um, her bio, including a link to her OnlyFans account. So she's she's obviously looking for clients, not a boyfriend. Seventy percent said that's a deal breaker. Um, Her profile includes a Venmo link to pay. That's a turn off. Sixty three percent say that Uh, she wants an open relationship is another turn off. She has kids is number four on this list. 46% of men said that is a deal breaker. Only 31% of women said the same. And um, number five was wanting a thruple where it's uh, three people in a relationship together. 43% that would be a big no. As far as the guys go, here are the five worst things to see in a guy's profile. One, he seems aggressive or violent. 84% say that's a deal breaker. Only only 84%, huh? There's 16% like, yeah, he seems aggressive and violent. We'll give it a shot. Um, 
Oh my gosh. His profile includes something racist. That's a turnoff. Yeah, 79%. And again, so 21% are cool with the racism. Yeah, who's apparently. that 21%? <laughs> ah, okay. Wow. I, I can look past that. Um, number three, his profile includes crude sexual content. <laughs> uh, number four, he talks about wanting an open relationship. And at number five, the biggest turnoffs on online dating in their profile, he just comes across as a very negative person. That is 62% say that's a deal breaker. Some of those ones that people are cool with, could you imagine that? Susie, I'm going on a date tonight with Tom and I met her on met him on Tinder and well based on his profile he's a racist and he's, he's violent yeah he's just a very aggressive and violent but I'm going to give it a shot <laughs> <laughs> why why alright it's Monday it is time for Beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday this is your chance to win a thousand dollar diamond pendant for Mike Lee Menden Diamond Jewelers if you can identify a song faster than Mercedes alright every morning before the real round we do a practice round so that is my cue to Turn off all my stuff and bring Steph on to see if I can beat Steph. It's a nice little warm-up for everyone. Yes. Warm-up for you, warm-up for Steph, warm-up for me with all the controls. I'll turn off uh, Mercedes' microphone. Hey, Steph. Hey, good morning. How are you? I'm doing all right. It's a Monday, so trying to warm up back into the routine of things. I know you had a busy weekend. You were out and about for the radio station. I was. I was out at Symphony Park on Saturday. Super fun for the Arts Festival, but I'm ba- happy to be back on this bright and early Monday. I bring that up because maybe you're a little tired on this Monday. <laughs> okay, you know so. what? I am a little tired. <laughs> you're right. I know you're trying to dig it out of me. <laughs> I'm going to start the song as soon as you know it, the rule is you shout out, got it, got it, screaming at the top of your lungs. Okay. I'll stop the clock immediately. I'll stop the song, and you'll have five seconds to correctly identify it by artist and title. Right, okay. And we go a max of 20 seconds. If you don't know it within 20 seconds, we then stop the song. You've got to give us something. Okay. And that was the case last week. It was. I went 20 <laughs> seconds. I was like, ooh. All right, let me turn this one off and hit reset on the clock, and you start now. Got it. Who bestank the reason? Oh my gosh. 1.2 seconds. Yes! Okay, but can I beat Mercedes? I don't know. She's fast. Uh, try to flag her. Here she is. She's getting her headphones ready. Coming back in here. Woo-wee! Judging from that reaction, I have a feeling she did well. Steph. Steph coming in hot this morning. I'll oh, be honest. Oh be honest. She's coming in hot this morning. Then I've got my strategy. <laughs> <laughs> got it. <laughs> yep. Let me re- Let's just hope for the best. <laughs> Reset the clock. Mercedes, I'll start the song. As soon as you know it, just shout out, got it, okay? Okay. And you start now. Got it. Oh, this, I feel like I'm cheating because I totally... I, I stopped. Uh, it. It's a practice The wrong. reason by Hoobastank. Okay, so you stop the clock. At 0.5, half a second. Okay. Half a second. If she got under half a second, then this needs to be called Beat Stephanie. Because <laughs> no. this, the, the, I mean, if she, if she got that, I will be, I will eat my shoe. <laughs> wow, I want to see that. Well, we we're talking about eating tongues and other things oh earlier. Oh my gosh. Mercedes, start unlacing. No, I'm kidding. Oh Steph's. my God, my stomach <laughs> just turned. Steph did it in 1.2 seconds. Whoa. You guys, you you know what? I had an unfair advantage because I figured she was fast, and I just like said got it without even really fully processing it. So I feel like that's a that's a wash. I feel like that's a tie. No, but I your do. strategy is great, and I think that's a good technique for listeners if they want to try and do that. Just got it. Yeah, yeah, hope, yeah. For, hope for the best. <laughs> so that means caller twenty right now. You're doing the real deal. You're playing for that thousand dollar diamond pendant for Michael E. Mendon Diamond Jewelers. Caller twenty seven zero two three six four. 9400. It is Tuesday.
or not Tuesday, it is Monday, and that means it is Minden Monday, and it is 7 a.m. We are getting ready to play Beat Mercedes, a $1,000 diamond pendant on the line, courtesy of Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers, and our contestant this morning is Ashley. Good morning, Ashley. Good morning. I'm so excited. All right. How are you with music? Are you pretty good? I, I think so, oh. but you know, you kind of shook me. Well, that, so. <laughs> that was just a, that was just luck. But I, I'm I'm really excited that you are good with music. I want you to win this thousand dollar diamond pendant. So I'm going to step out now and hand you over to JC and do well. I want to get beat, okay, Ashley? Okay, okay. All right. All right. Mercedes is stepping away, and she's telling the truth. She wants she wants someone to win this thing, but she can't just throw the game. She's got to try her hardest. Ashley, how how was your weekend, my friend? It was good. I had a lot of family, so it was awesome, and I'm ready. <laughs> and how would you rank your music knowledge on a scale of 1 to 10? I, I Everyone says they're really good. Like, they are into everything, but... So we'll just see what happens. I like to think I'm really, like, open to my music, but we'll see. All right, perfect. I'll bring in staff here. I'm going to give you some sample audio. This is actually that, that Hoobastank song we played during the practice run. So to make sure you can hear everything, okay? So let me know you can hear the song that's playing down the phone for you. Yeah. You can hear it? Okay, perfect. All right, so the next sound you hear will be the actual contest. I'll start the song, and as soon as you know it, shout out as loud as you can. Got it, got it, got it. I'll stop the clock immediately. You don't have five seconds to correctly identify it. By artist and title. We ready? Ready. Okay, Steph, you ready? I'm ready. Reset. I always get nervous and excited at the same time. Okay, you start now. Got it. All right, what do you have for us there, Ashley? I know it's Footloose. Uh, I don't have any, no. Oh! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> It's uh, we stopped the clock at four point nine seconds, which is respectable. Yeah. The song is it's not it's not Footloose. It's Culture Club. Oh, no. It's Culture Club. Oh, gosh. Karma Chameleon. My bad. I am so sorry. <laughs> no, don't be, don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. Hold on one second. She's all apologetic because she didn't get it right. Okay, so that means we bring in Mercedes and see what she does here. She's coming in from out in the green room, making her way back to her uh, back to her studio. <sighs> here she comes, grabbing her headphones. Ready to do this thing? She goes into a soundproof room so she can't hear anything. She's back. Hello. All right. Are you ready, Mercedes? Yes, I'm ready. Cool. Let me reset this. Uh, make sure I have some right now. Okay. You ready? Yes. Song starts now. Got it. Karma Chameleon Culture Club. All right, Mercedes. So you stopped the clock at 1.1 seconds, and you are correct. Okay. You are correct. Now, Ashley (laughs) knows her 80s music. Yeah? She knows it really well. But the applause is for you, Mercedes. Oh, did I get it faster? She didn't know it. Her guess was Footloose. Footloose. Which I can hear. Oh, I could hear that. Yeah, Yeah, I could totally hear that. That was was a good effort. That was a confusing one. That might have got me. It's 1.1 seconds. That's fast, though. That's fast on that 80s song. It just goes to show you 
I listen to music way too much. I should probably find a new hobby because that's all I do is listen to music. But actually, she was she came in at 4.9 seconds. That's quick to stop it. But yeah, I just had foot loose and then just lost it all oh, after that. Oh, I'm sorry, Ashley. That makes me sad. I wanted you to beat me. But good news. Next week, that $1,000 pendant just turned into an $1,100 pendant. So... Every Monday on Minden Mondays, your chance to win. I want to give this away very soon. I'm getting, I'm getting anxious. Well, last last year in 2022, we went. You finally uh, lost. It was like in December, wasn't it? Wasn't it like was it up to 1800 or so, was it yeah. over 2000? I can't remember. It was high. It yeah, was real high. But it, it was, was. It was early, uh, in December when someone finally took you down. So we'll see what happens. We do it every single Monday. Now up next, we do have the dirt. Ed Sheeran has an impromptu performance. Details in the audio coming up in five minutes. Rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Ed Sheeran held an impromptu show on top of a car on Friday in New York to celebrate his copyright trial win. It was in Soho, and he sang his new song, Boat, which is off his brand new album, Subtract, which came out on Friday. So here's some of Ed performing on top of a car in New York City. Made in New York City walking by, like that guy sounds and looks like Ed Sheeran. I, I saw the video and I'm spacing, but he was wearing some very expensive Nikes. Like, really, did you see them, Steph? Um, they're off whites, they're the blue and the white off whites. Oh, no way, with the, with the orange tag. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what they're called, but they were very expensive. I think Ed Sheeran's that type of guy, like, he wears like casual clothes, but his sneaker game is always on point. Oh, he always has the best sneakers on. Every time I see Ed Sheeran, he's wearing like some crazy, ridiculous, popular, uh, expensive sneaker. What do you say, expensive? Thousand bucks, two thousand? What's the price range of expensive sneakers? Off whites, yeah, I think we're in the th- Thousands. Really? Hold on. Off-white Nike. I do like that look, too. Everything else is kind of ragged, and all of a sudden you have that one piece of expensive item, like sneakers or sunglasses or a watch or something. I think that really pops. Yeah, that's uh, definitely the look that you get with a lot of these celebrities. Okay, I I see the exact ones he was wearing. Let's see what they're going for on StockX right now. Uh, the lowest ask is... $1,765. Yeah. yeah, they're very expensive. <laughs> Usher and Chris Brown reportedly got into a fist fight the day before they were set to perform at the Lovers and Friends Music Festival here in Las Vegas. So on Friday night, Chris was celebrating his birthday at the Skate Rock City Roller Rink, which used to be Crystal Palace. Floyd Mayweather bought it, changed the name, and, and spruced it up a little bit. Chris was there with his friends, including Usher. Chris tried to talk up singer Tiana Taylor, and he pitched a fit when she ignored him. So Usher tried to calm him down, but Chris and his crew left. Usher followed them out and ended up going behind a series of charter buses to hash things out. When he reappeared, witnesses say that he had a bloody nose. Sure. A nice spin. I don't believe it. What? I think that he got hit in the face. Oh, yeah. 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 Some kind of dust not, up took place. Not just a bloody nose. Oh, oh just like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's the dry weather here in Las <laughs> yeah, Vegas. exactly. <laughs> Both guys did end up performing at the festival on Saturday night, and nobody has commented on the fight yet. So the Coronation concert went down on Saturday. Katy Perry and Lionel Richie, they serenaded the new king and queen. It happened at Windsor Castle. 20,000 guests and millions of people watching from home. Here is Katy performing Roar with a full orchestra. I got the eye of the 
is Lionel Richie doing all night long. when artists tell us to sing i'm like no i paid for you to sing please continue everybody get on your feet i don't want to <laughs> or when they they take the microphone and they hold it out to the audience at the at the highlight of the song mm-hmm. like i wanted to hear you do it why are, why do i have to work matchbox 20 released another single off their upcoming album the album is called where the light goes the new single is called don't get me wrong here is the latest from Matchbox 20. It is right there. Thank you, Steph. Sometimes I'm standing where I want to be. Sometimes I hate you, but you feel so nice. I know you think I'm gone, but I'm holding. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes I know. This is the second single off the album. Any movement as far as Mix 94.1 playing the new Matchbox 20? Um. Not this one. We just started playing the first single, and uh, so this one, I don't think they're pushing it too hard right now. They're still pushing the first one, so. Their album comes out May 26th. They'll be at the Cosmopolitan here in Las Vegas on the 27th. Let me put you on the spot. When I think of Matchbox 20, I think of Matchbox 20 as as one of the the founding artists of Mix 94.1. You go back to when this radio station first started in 1996, 97. What were the core artists? What were, like, the founding musicians of Mix 94.1? I put Matchbox 20 on that list. I'd say Alanis. Oh, Alanis, yeah. Say One Republic. From the early days of Mix 94.1? Well, maybe not the early days. It's all a blur, honestly. <laughs> I would put Jewel on that list. Jewel's a, a solid choice. Sugar Ray, I'd put on that list. Third Eye Blind, I'd put on that list. I like your list. Thank you. Thank you. Good. Uh, do you remember uh, Billy Myers? I do. Remember handing out these CDs at radio station remotes in 1997? Now people are like, what's a, what's a CD? <laughs> what are you doing with those things? Check this out. So Mother's Day is Sunday, and then next hour, 825, where you get you taken care of for Mother's Day. When you win Heads Up, you'll get a $100 fashion show Las Vegas gift card, and you'll also be qualified for this grand prize, the Mercedes Edition Earrings from Michael E. Menden Diamond Jewelers. That is happening next hour at 825. It's Mix 94.1. Oh, we're on. <laughs> it's Monday. Uh, welcome back. Uh, we are just uh, getting started as far as the winning goes this morning. Coming up next hour, make sure you are listening for Heads Up. For Mother's Day, a $100 gift card to Fashion Show Las Vegas, and you'll be qualified to win a pair of earrings, the Mercedes Triple Lux earrings from the Mercedes by Michael E. Minden collection. Those will uh, That will be the grand prize, and you'll be qualified for that coming up next hour. So there is something that is going viral right now, and it's called the seven friend theory. The theory is not new, but a lot of people are posting it and it's a cute, it's a cute trend. So there's supposedly seven types of friends that everyone should have. The theory states that if you, as long as you have friends that fulfill these seven roles in your life, you are set. You've got the perfect amount of friends. And so what people are doing is they're saying, okay, this type of friend showing a picture of who that friend is, then this type of friend showing a picture of who that friend is. And it's really cute. So 
they're the seven friends. I'm I'm looking at this list. And I'm like, I do not have these seven friends. I have I have some of these, but I don't have all of them. In your mind, think about which of your friends, if any, fall into these roles. And if you have someone for each role, you're perfect. You've got you you've got the perfect amount of friends. Okay. Mm-hmm. Role number one, the friend you've had since you were little. Do you have someone in that role? Um, no, I don't. All my friends since I was younger, um, we've just gone our separate ways. Sean Tuhill, Scott Ribney, Gordon Grauer. I mean, I still, every once in a while, I reach out on Facebook or something through social media. But as far as calling and hanging out when I go home, no friends since I was little. And I think you mean little, like, like grade school little? Yeah. 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 Um, I have, I have a friend since I was little, Amy. I think I've talked about her before. Her, she was Amy Grant but not the singer. Mm-hmm. And um, now she's married. So uh, we keep in touch when we're both in Colorado at the same time. We always get together. So Amy is my friend since I was little. Okay. Friend number two that you need to have, according to the seven friends theory, a friend that could make you laugh in any situation. Do you have that friend? I do. Yes. Who's that friend? Buffalo Larry. Okay. And you can only have one friend per category. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Interesting. So I feel like it pop up again. But so um, who's the, do you have that friend? Yes. I have a couple that could fill that role. I'm trying to figure out which one I want to use for it though. Oh, I didn't know that. A little caveat. Yeah. The friend that could make you laugh in any situation, I think would be Ross. He always makes me laugh. He's so funny. So we've got that one. Okay. Interesting. Friend number three. That you need to have, according to the seven friends theory, is a friend you can go on forever without talking to, but nothing changes. I definitely have that friend. Yep. It's Shesh. Aw. Who's yours? Uh, my buddy, Tim Horn. We're, we've been became friends in college in 1995. We haven't spoken to each other in five years. We spoke for the first time yesterday on the phone. We hadn't missed a beat. We spoke for 45 minutes. Yeah. It just, that person, it just time stands still with them. Everything is good. Okay. The number four type of friend you need to have is a friend you can tell anything to. This is the one I don't have a friend for. I'm really that. And it makes me so sad. And it's not because of any of my friends. It's because of me that I don't like to completely open up to anyone so i always hide something not hide yeah just not reveal everything does any do you have that friend i know i used him but i was going to go to larry again but there is a part of me that holds back a little bit because i have a a couple of the close friends that go to see larry and let's say i said whatever to larry hey larry i'm in this situation i could see him like seeing one of my other buddies like later on in the week being like Dude, did JC tell you what he's going through? And they're like, no, what is yeah. he going through? Like, oh, I thought he would have told you too. Th- so that's why I hold back on him. Oh my gosh, that I could tell anything to. Uh-uh. What about Matt? Well, if we're counting, uh, you know, your wife take or your spouse. husband. Let's take him out of the, no, don't yeah, him. Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. only reason I didn't yeah. put him in there. Because yes, he would absolutely be in that role. But of my actual friends, no. And it's just, it's the issue is me. I just... I, there's a part of me that just does not feel comfortable revealing everything. So that's all oh, that's tough. I know. And it makes me sad because that's the friend I want, but it's all my fault. It's not their fault. But I, I think of other friends too. Like I can go to this friend and say that, but I remember being in situations where we'll be at a dinner and that friend that I think I could confide in 100% would say something like, Oh, did you hear what's happening to Tony right now? Like, no, what's happening to Tony? I can't believe you're telling me this. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of a weird situation. It's like you, you you're afraid. 
to reveal too mm-hmm. much. You're afraid it's going to come back to haunt you. Okay, the, we're talking about the seven uh, the seven friends theory. Everyone should have a friend that goes in one of these seven categories. If you do, you you have like the perfect amount of friends. Uh, number five is a friend that's like a sister. So in your case, a friend that's like a brother. Hmm. Dang. I was going to say you, like a sister to me. Well, I can I'd put you down. Like, yeah, because I always say that people always ask them. Like, it's, it's, it's like family. Highs, lows, everything in between. It's a family relationship. No matter what happens, you and I will always be connected for what we've been through together. And so I know it's not a brother, but I always think of you as a sister and tell people she's like a sister to me. I, so it, I put you down for that. It's funny because I had you down on that one, too. I wrote that down. You're like a sister to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes I get you cards and, hey, sis, for like birthdays and stuff like that. Yeah, it's the best way to describe the relationship. Okay, this one is number six. A friend you can't imagine not being friends with. Hmm. Uh, I got someone in mind, but I want to know what seven is. What did you say for six? I said Raina. And we're new friends. We're, we just celebrated our one-year anniversary. But part of me is like, how have we never met before? We have so much in common. She always makes me happy. So I have her down for, for that one. And what's the, t- what's the title of this friend again? A friend you can't imagine not being friends with. Um, I'm going to say she's our co-worker at Channel 8. And she's become a very, very close friend of mine over the past three years or so. Her name is Rocky. She's an absolute doll. Uh, we've become very close friends over the past couple years. And it, yeah, I couldn't envision her if she went somewhere or I went somewhere else, us not being friends for, for years to come down the road. So I'd say Rocky over at Channel 8. Okay. And then the last one is... A friend that knows about all your relationship problems, even though they don't want to hear about it. (laughs) I don't have one for that one because I don't ever talk about my relationship problems unless it's like on the radio and it's just kind of funny. But like if there's really a problem, which honestly, there's there's never been a huge problem. There's been problems, but I wouldn't I feel like it bores people. And I don't want to be that complainer friend who's always complaining about her relationship. So I never tell <laughs> I never tell anyone about that stuff. Oh, that's a good one. Um, I'm gonna have to say my buddy Gil because he's he's known pretty much all the girls that I've dated. Um, he know I mentioned before in the past that Laura and I had a little bit of a, a hiccup there in our relationship back in 2013, and he was my go-to. He was like the one guy that I confided in what was going on and spoke to him about, and he helped me get through things. And um, yeah, so I would say it's my buddy Gil. He knows um, yeah all of the. Uh, all the blemishes of my dating past. Well, they say if you have a, a person for every one of those categories, you really are uh, perfect as far as friendships go. You've got the right amount of friends. You've got the right amount of friends to fill these specific roles. And that makes you more comfortable when it comes to relationships with friends. So that's the that's the seven friend theory. You've probably seen it like across social media. It's it's viral right now. And it's I think it's really cute. I like it. I, we just need to find that one friend we can completely confide in 100%. I need four and seven. Uh, I got to find roles for those people. A friend <laughs> I can tell anything to, and then a friend that knows all about my relationship problems, even though they don't want to hear about it. Maybe so. tomorrow morning we'll accept applications. You can kind of go through. <laughs> I, you know what? Maybe I'll have you. I'll listen to you complain. That sounds good. <laughs> We've got the hot three. That's real interesting, too, by the way. Yeah. We'll, we'll have the hot three coming up next. What do you have for us? Well, King Charles III's coronation was this weekend. We'll give you some of the highlights and the lowlights. Also, a lot of us during the 
the pandemic bought COVID tests and one specific brand is being recalled. If you still have them in the house, they say get rid of them immediately. We'll tell you what they are and why coming up. And also, young people, Gen Z, sometimes speak a completely different language than Gen X, than millennials. And there are some terms that we might be using that young people just do not understand. We're going to go down the list coming up just in a few minutes on the Hot 3. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh my ass. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. For the first time in 70 years, England crowned a new monarch on Saturday. The coronation of King Charles III was the 40th coronation held at Westminster Abbey, with the first being the coronation of William the Conqueror. In 1066, Queen Camilla was also crowned, dressed in ivory with Buckingham Palace, first referring to her as queen instead of queen consort on the morning of the coronation. Prince William was there and pledged his loyalty to his father, but his brother, Prince Harry, did not. Harry was in attendance, sitting in the third row at Westminster Abbey without his wife, Meghan Markle, who stayed in America for their son Archie's fourth birthday. They're saying this seating placement was a deliberate snub to him that he was in the third row of his father's coronation. He didn't appear on the balcony of Buckingham Palace after the coronation to greet the public, and it's being reported that he wasn't there because he wasn't invited. Oh, yeah, you're at the coronation, you're third row, and you're the son? Yeah, there's some kind of issue right there. I I couldn't help but laugh at the viral clip of Katy Perry trying to find her seat. That was so funny. She's just like, she's me when I walk into a movie theater and my husband's already seated, but I didn't know where he got the seats, and I'm just walking around like, where is he? Mine is the big hat she had on. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, Also this morning, the FDA is recalling more than 500,000 COVID tests over concerns that they may be contaminated with with bacteria. The Food and Drug Administration says that anyone with SD biosensor pilot COVID-19 at-home tests should throw them away. The FDA is looking into the kit's liquid solution and warns that direct contact with it could be a safety risk. It also may have compromised the test's accuracy. Most of the tests were distributed by CVS, but some were also given to Amazon. The FDA and the parent company Roche are working to figure out how many contaminated tests were sold. The tests were not sent to homes as part of that free government program, but take a look if you bought some at CVS or ordered some off of Amazon because they may be Contaminated. When we're doing this for the first time, was they like doing at home science experiments? Yeah. Up the nose, switch the stuff, board in the thing. Yeah, that just uh, became norm. My daughter sneezed. Let's do a COVID <laughs> test. <laughs> oh, she's fine. <laughs> Come uh, here. I'm going to swab your nose. Exactly. But remember, they were impossible to find. If you found one, it was gold. And then they became more available uh, as things went on. But I remember wanting to find one um, because Laura just got back from Mexico. And we wanted to test. And I'm like, you can't find them anywhere. You can't find them. Yeah, I would call the CVS before. I'm like, do you have any? And they're like, nope. 
When will you get some? We don't know. Okay. <laughs> we'll just forget it then. Uh, finally, this morning, if you want someone in their mid-20s or lower to think you're old, just use any of these terms. Someone fed Gen Zers a bunch of old school things to see if they knew what they meant or not. And over 40% said that sometimes they hear older people use phrases that make no sense to them. So here are some of the top ones that they are least likely to know. Beating a dead horse. Now, it means wasting time or continuing to bait something, debate something that's already settled. But when a Gen Zer hears that, they're, they have no idea what you're talking about. The phrase rule of thumb which is a general guideline on how to do something. <laughs> but when you hear rule of thumb as a Gen Zer, you're like, wait, rule of what? Why is it the rule of thumb? Why not the rule of pinky? What does it have to do with the thumb? Uh, this one, I don't know. Back to the salt mines. Oh, I've never heard of that one before. They say it means to go back to work, especially if you've got a demanding boss. Like, Time, oh. time to go back to the salt mines. I've I've never heard that one before. Uh, I've heard this one. Take the bull by the horns. Mm-hmm. To deal with a difficult situation head on and take control. Um, this one says you don't cut the mustard. What does that mean? It's uh, not making the cut, right? Like you're not qualified. You're not good enough. But yeah, I know what it means, but I don't know why. It, why you say you don't cut the mustard. I, like, I know the meaning behind it, but I don't understand how it connects to that phrase. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting one. Throw in the towel to give up or admit defeat. It's an old boxing term. I just think of Apollo. Throw the towel. <laughs> throw the towel. Throw the towel. Does he throw it too late? It comes in. Yeah. yeah. It, it, he, he's going down, and then the towel's going down at the same time. He hits the ground first, and then the towel. Oh. And then bite the bullet is another one to deal with something tough that you've been avoiding. Uh, just bite the bullet on that. My uh, daughter at her volleyball tournament this weekend, one of the, I don't know if it was one of the parents, one of the coaches, one of them uses the term, and this is a Gen Z term that I hear her use all the time, is um, like they did a good play and someone said, that play ate. Have you heard the phrase like that ate or you ate and left no crumbs or something like that no but that's a, a, a positive phrase though it's positive uh-huh. and the the <laughs> girls all look at each other and they're like why are you using that term you're not allowed to use that term <laughs> that's so for our funny. generation only yeah <laughs> here in the eight o'clock hour so sunday is mother's day eight twenty-five. we have heads up and when you win heads up you're gonna get a hundred dollar fashion show las vegas gift card but then qualify for the grand prize which are these gorgeous mercedes triple lux earrings from the mercedes by michael e mendon collection we were just looking at the earrings in our 7 a.m social club mercedes fantastic job in your design thanks on these i love them they make it look like you have a triple pierced ear but there's only one post that goes into your ear so it's really cool it's kind of like an optical illusion uh earring and i absolutely love them so yeah that's uh you get to put your name in the grand prize drawing if you win this morning with heads up happening at 8 25 we were just talking about uh gen x and millennia millennial phrases that gen z just does not understand so during harry styles jc makes a comment about Something has disappeared, and it's it should be on the side of a milk carton. Yes, a song that should be on the side of a milk carton. So Steph's like, "What does that even mean?" And and, and we had a whole discussion about 
what a side of a milk carton means, that something is missing. And it's because that's where they used to advertise missing children. Right on the side of the milk carton, Stephanie, the, the, the kid's face. I mean, it's, it's sad, but yeah, but the kid's face would be on the side because everyone bought milk cartons, or unless you bought the gallon or whatever, but he'd be sitting there at the breakfast table, and the milk would be there, so you'd see that kid's face, and so-and-so missing. Have you seen this person? All the details of where the person was missing. Because, and I brought that up, because over the weekend, I had two side of a milk carton songs. Songs that you used to hear, but all of a sudden, pff, they've disappeared. They need to be on the side of the milk carton. Where do these songs go? And I was at the gym on Sunday Running, when I run at the gym, I take my headphones off, and I take my headphones off, and this song is playing at LVAC on Sunday. Demi Lovato, Cool for the Summer. Yeah, that one just disappeared. Where did that song go? I love that song. And then another one I heard over the weekend. And what's a song that you loved, but it just, poof, it just disappeared? Was this one of Harry Styles' first singles from years ago, Sign of the Times? Just stop your crying, it's a sign of the times. We gotta get away from here. Well, if you go to a Harry Styles concert, you're going to hear that song. That's one of his encore songs. Is it one of his encore Yeah. It's such a great song. Stop your crying. I just want to listen to the rest of that. I know. Why don't we play that song? It's so good. It's a, yeah, that's a really good song. Is there a song that you used to love and it just kind of disappeared? You just don't hear about it anymore? It's Maybe it's on one of your playlists, so when it does come on, you're like, whoa, I totally forgot about that song. Let us know. You can call us. You can text us, 702-364-9400. Steph, do you have one of those songs that have just disappeared? I actually heard this song on while scrolling on TikTok, and you guys know how much I love Ariana Grande. The song that came on was Dangerous Woman. Oh, I still hear that every once in a while. But this is such a good song. Such a good song. And I I feel like a lot of her newer songs are a little bit more on the radar. But one of these songs, like her older ones, are just such a hidden gems. I'm trying to think. Gosh, I'm drawing a blank on some of these. Oh, you know what? I thought of one. Hilary Duff. Was that song from... um, uh, was it Laguna Beach? Let the rain yes. come down. And da, da. I used to love that song. Why'd that go away? And she was supposed to play Bite of Las Vegas for us one year. And um, she was introduced as one of the headliners, but then something happened and she had to back out. So we could have seen her perform that song live. Steph's loading it up right now. That was such a good song. I love that. And I think it should still be a song. It's called Come Clean. <laughs> Good song. Come back. Let's go. And this was to the OC or Laguna Beach, one of those shows? I think it was one of them. Ah. Gosh, which one? I think Laguna Beach was Natasha Bedingfield. Oh, yeah. And then I think this must have been the other one. So. So good. What, remember this song, Owl City, Fireflies? I'd like to make myself yeah. And this one will pop up every so often, but I, I just feel like it's, it's a great song and it's just disappeared. Here's a really good one that just came in on the text lines. Hands to Myself by Selena Gomez. 
Do you remember that? If I heard it, maybe. I, I wish I could, but why would I want to? You remember that? My hands to myself. Oh, yes! Oh, my gosh! Such a good song. Where'd this go? Just that one part. I wish I could, but I why would I want to? Um... The doctors say you're no good. I love this one. Um, this one says Mother by Tracy Bonham. That was an amazing song, but the song went away and so did the artist. What was year was that? Was that like eighties, nineties? I don't remember that song. Was it nineties grunge? Nineties alternative? Tracy Bonham. I feel like I've heard about that song before, but I'm not placing it. Yeah. Um, oh, I feel like it's late nineties. I can kinda of hear it like Mother, Mother. Oh gosh. I gotta Bad case for love it or something. Oh, that's, that's, that's like Robert Plant. Doctor, no. doctor. That's eighties. Oh, is it? I yes. Know. That's like Robert Plant. I think. I got it a bad was? case of love in you. Oh, I don't remember that that's one. That's fifties. That was well. like the eighties. <laughs> no, I feel like my dad listened to that song. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was a remake, but I remember the one in the eighties that came out. Oh. You sure? Yeah, I got you a sure bad case that? of loving you. Mama. Yeah, could be a remake from a 50s song, but definitely was a hit in the 80s. Well, it was good. I just forget. <laughs> I apologize to the artist of that. <laughs> uh, okay, so coming up, we do have Heads Up. And when you win Heads Up, 825, you'll get that $100 gift card to Fashion Show Las Vegas and then qualify for those awesome Mercedes edition earrings from Michael Menden Diamond Jewelers. Just in time for Mother's Day, when you win heads up here in about five minutes, a hundred dollar gift card to Fashion Show Las Vegas. Ladies, we we still have girl code, right? That didn't go away, did it? Because I had two girl code um, moments over the weekend, and I was thinking maybe the girl there's no more girl code. Maybe we outgrew it. Does girl code still exist? And if you don't know what girl code is, it's an unspoken rule that women will follow when they're with each other. So as an example, one of the girl code moments I had this weekend, my daughter had a volleyball tournament. I went to the restroom in between one of the sets, went into the stall and there was no toilet paper. I was like, oh, so I had to use a toilet seat cover, which is like, whatever. It was kind of frustrating, <laughs> but that's, that's all I was given. So there was a line and as I come out, there's a woman going in the stall and girl code says, tell her there's no toilet paper in there. That is girl code. You got to give her a heads up. There was no one there when I went in, but I had to let her know. So she goes, oh, thanks. So she goes over to where the um, paper towels are. <laughs> she grabs a couple of those and goes into the stall with them. That's girl code action number one. Second girl code action. And what it, what do you do? That's girl code. 702-364-9400. We went out to dinner Saturday night. We're, we're driving home. Matt realizes we need to fill up the car. The gas light is on. So we head over to Chevron and me and Brooklyn are sitting in the car and Matt's filling the car up. And I noticed this woman on the other set of pumps uh, next to us. And she's filling up her car and she's all alone. I could see there's no one in the car. She looks really pretty. She's like dressed up. I don't know if she's coming from somewhere or going somewhere. I see. I just notice her. And then I kind of look around at who else is at the gas pumps. And there's one car with one guy just standing there. And then there's another car on the same like block that she's on with four dudes. There's four guys in this car on ours. It's just us. There's no one else. 
So Matt fills it up, gets in the car, turns on the engine. I said, don't go yet. And he's like, why? I'm like, I just want to make sure she gets out of here. Okay. Not saying anything negative about the guys, Mm -hmm. but I just didn't want to leave her alone at a gas station. So we wait till she finishes. She gets in her car. She drives away. I'm like, okay, let's go. That I, I felt like that was girl code too. That's a solid move too. That's a, that's a very kind and caring move. What are some other, okay, Mercedes, right? Is girl code dead? Does it not happen anymore? If it is still alive, what are some other rules of girl code? If you're at a bar, Mercedes, and you see the girls at a bar, you can tell there's some creepy guys maybe stepping in on this girl and she doesn't feel comfortable. Do you step in and act like you're friends with that girl? Step in and she's okay? Is that part of girl code? I yes, absolutely. I and I I would pretend like I knew her. I'd be like, "Hey, I haven't seen you forever. I've never done this, but I'm just playing it in my mm-hmm. mind." I'd be like, "I haven't seen you forever." And then I'd be like, "Excuse me, but um luckily I've never had to do that before." Um but I know a lot of women do. You're there for each other. If need be, you're going to step in and help out help the person out. You have to. You have to. And we have this look that I could give to any other woman that means I'm in distress. You probably wouldn't notice it. Just it would look like a regular look mm-hmm. to you. But we have this look that it's like, please help me. And any woman could read it. Let's talk to Stephanie. Stephanie, does girl code still exist? And if so, what do you do? If you see a tag hanging out of their clothing, let them know it's there. Yeah. Or I'll I'll say, hey, I, your tag's out. Let me put it back in for you. And they'll like turn yep. out. I've had women do that to me before. Uh, actually, I was wearing a shirt inside out once and I didn't realize it. <laughs> and it was at the mall. And this because I had tried something on and yeah. when I put the shirt back on, it was inside out. And this nice old lady, she comes up to me. She goes, oh, honey, you have your shirt on inside out. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. Thank girl you. Girl code, though. Senior yes, girl code or junior girl code. She was so sweet. I just went back into the dressing room, fixed it, and came right out. <laughs> Steph, do you do? any girl code type of things i'm kind of sad i think that girl code might be dying at least in my world because i was wearing makeup and i usually don't but i had like some eyeliner or mascara dripping and i was going throughout my day or whatever it may be and i was around tons of women i go to the bathroom later and why is my makeup all smudged and no one told me I'm like, come on, ladies, if you see a girl's makeup, maybe their lipstick is off or it's on their teeth or their makeup is leaking, please let them know, like, maybe do the little eye wipe or something, because no one, not even my husband, I don't think he knows, though. He's like, oh, you're beautiful. Yeah, no matter what. See, if the lipstick is on the teeth, absolutely, I'll tell him. But then sometimes I wonder if I just missed out on a makeup trend that's big right now, like like (laughs) the smudgy eyes, because the smudgy eyes are in sometimes, and so I'm like, maybe... Maybe that's a look she's going for, so I'm not 100%. The look is never lipstick on the teeth, you know? You True. you know you got to say something about that. But I hesitate sometimes on smudged makeup. I'm like, well... She's going for the smoky yeah, eye. That's, <laughs> maybe smoky. that's what she's doing. Do girls have... Do you have the nod? Because guys, I think it's part of a guy code is, is the nod. Guys can do a nod. I'm walking out of the gym or walking down somewhere. See a dude walking out. You just do, you just do a head nod, and that's, that's all you need to do. A lot is said between guys, which is the... Which the head nod of acknowledgement. Yeah, I we I don't think we have that, but we do the eye smile sometimes where you smile with your eyes. The smiles, you just hmm, you just kind of make them <laughs> a little cheerier. And that's like our hello. How are you? Uh, I think another part of girl code is building other women up instead of tearing them down. So if someone's wearing a really cute outfit that, and I don't know them, I'll be like, I love your outfit. And they're just like, oh, thank you. Like it is the best 
it's my favorite thing to do because to see the smile on their face, it's just, it's so great. Amber, what's girl code? Oh, girl code to me is like, if somebody's got somebody, has something in their teeth, like quinoa, broccoli, you let them know. If they have a, what I call a bat in the cave, you let them know. Yes, <laughs> bat in the cave. <laughs> I love the, like quinoa. <laughs> Why does quinoa stick in your teeth so much? You're absolutely right on that one. That is so funny. Oh my gosh. Y'all, maybe girl code does still exist. I think it's still alive. It's still out there. Yeah. Though, Steph, though, you were at our spring fling and I didn't see it until you pointed out after the fact but your tag was sticking out of your, sk- your skirt you said it was it wasn't no one said anything no I one. honestly didn't know it if I would have seen it I would have said something very yeah. true you're very good I'd be like hey you know your bra strap showing oh, or your tag but I don't think anyone saw it unless I saw it on myself so well then it's okay I, I, all, I also like to compliment your outfits because they are very cute oh you do and you're so <laughs> sweet about it I love you for what that what are you wearing today today I'm wearing some mom jeans some straight jeans and then I'm wearing a Nike crop top. Oh, I bet it looks cute. I haven't seen Steph at all today. So. <laughs> I know. We never see each other. <laughs> so sweet. The sweetness. I love it. Uh, hot 3 is coming up later on. Oh, no, I said Hot 3. We're doing Heads Up. We're looking for caller 20 right now. 702-364-9400. That's you. You're playing Heads Up. And we got a great prize for you. I am really excited about this one. We have a gift card good at Fashion Show Las Vegas. It is a $100 gift card. And you will be qualified to win the grand prize. It is the Mercedes Triple Lux earrings. It's from the Mercedes by Michael E. Minden collection. We designed these together, and they are probably my favorite piece in our entire collection. It looks like three earrings, but it's just one. One post goes in your ears, and you will be in the running for that. So if you want to play Heads Up, just be caller 20 right now at 702-364-9400. You pick your category. You pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you will win. Caller 20 is playing. 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Hey, Vanessa, you're Caller 20. You're playing Heads Up. Hi. You ready to do this? Yes. Okay, let's pick a category. You got this. Do you want to go with Dear Mama, Diploma, Oceanfront, Mai Tai, or Nurses? Ah, let's do Dear Mama. Dear Mama, Mother's Day is on Sunday. These are all things that are associated with Mother's Day, okay? Okay. All right. Who do you want to pick as your partner? You, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Vanessa, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to get that $100 fashion show Las Vegas gift card, and you start now. Roses, daisies, carnations, all types of? Um... Flowers. Yes. Uh, this is another word for your mother. It's short. You can call her this. Mom? Yes. This is the month that we celebrate Mother's Day. Uh, Mother's Day month? Oh, May. Yes. This is, you might get one of these at Hallmark and write something in it. Um, pass. Okay. Uh, this is um, a necklace or earrings. These are all types of what? A ring. Diamonds. Um, no, it's it, it doesn't have to have diamonds in it. Like it's just generally. Jewelry. Yes, this is um the day that Mother's Day on, not Saturday, but fifteen. Uh, not, like the day of the week, Saturday, not Saturday, but 
Uh, Sunday. Yes. Um, I'm going to pass that. This is, um, it can be milk, white, dark. It's by Hershey's. Chocolate. Yes! yes. Oh. Nice. Yay. You got you it. it. <laughs> Vanessa, congratulations. Thank you so much. Ooh, down to the wire. Vanessa, you just got that $100 gift card good at Fashion Show Las Vegas, and you're qualified now for this grand prize, which is the Mercedes Triple Lux earrings for the Mercedes by Michael E. Menden Collection. So congratulations. Okay, thank you so much. Nice job. <laughs> We're going to have more of these gift cards for Mother's Day all week long, so make sure you listen for Heads Up. Right now, it is the latest from Post Malone. I love this song. It's called Chemical, and it's on Mix 94.1. That's probably one of my big regrets in life is not being more adventurous in my 20s and doing more like with my friends. The most I think the most adventurous I got was going to New York with a friend of mine, not really knowing where we were going to go. And we ended up staying at a a cheap hotel in Secaucus, New Jersey. (laughs) That's as adventurous as we got. You were going to New York City and you stayed in Secaucus? Yes. That's awesome. I was interning uh, at a radio station and... um, and they're like the program director and the music director. They were going to New York for this conference and they're like, you should come. And I'm like, OK. So I asked my girlfriend, I'm like, I don't want to go by myself. Do you want to go to New York? And she's like, yeah, let's go. And so I asked my mom, I'm like, mom, can you find us a hotel room in, <laughs> in New York? She's like, yeah. So then two days later, I got you guys a room. It's really close to New York. It's a lot cheaper. It's in Secaucus. I'm like, where's that? <laughs> oh, man, that was the worst hotel ever, ever. That's I as adventurous that as I get. Uh, Mercedes is bringing that up because I was telling her that uh, yesterday I called up with a buddy of mine. His name is Tim and we college friends. We haven't spoken in like five years. And uh, he called me and reached out to me. And we're catching up. And over the past five years... He got married, and the lady that he married has three kids, and his one kid now is in his early 20s. He's in a band, and they live in Virginia. And this summer, him and his bandmates are driving from Virginia to L.A. and then L.A. back across the country, and they're just stopping in towns to, like— play gigs on this on the street and they don't have like anything lined up they're not a professional band but they're just driving across the country and, and playing in different places and my buddy tim said to me he goes yeah you know everyone in their 20s has that one big adventure and this is going to be his son's big adventure driving across the country so i asked mercedes if that's the case what was your big adventure in the 20s secaucus new jersey very nice <laughs> just i guess looking at it it was quite a, an adventure but did you do anything like that well i mean i think moving to las vegas is definitely a big adventure but if i take that out of the equation because i came here for school but when the verdict for oj simpson the oj simpson trial was taking place summer of 95 it was and the verdict came out like in september or october of 95 and uh, it was on a monday night and i was watching monday night football drinking a couple beers and they, they broke in the news that the jury has come to a, a verdict and they'll announce it tomorrow morning i wasn't following the trial at all i just know it was a it was a spectacle so i took two pledges and i said we're going and we just left that night drove all night got to la probably about Two o'clock in the morning, I had a friend that lived out in L.A., and so we, we spent the night at my buddy's house, woke up at six o'clock in the morning, and we went to the courthouse to stand outside of the courthouse when the O.J. verdict was read. 
that's uh, that's pretty adventurous, especially just night before deciding. Okay, we're gonna go. That's pretty adventurous. Yeah, I, I, I honestly think if I didn't have a couple beers in me, I probably would have not made that decision to do it. I wasn't driving. My the pledges were driving, and we were on CNN, the news. I mean, I mean, it was a national international story. The verdict coming in, so that was kind of a weird and wild thing to do. I have a question in regards to OJ Simpson. Mm-hmm. So we were having this conversation at dinner last night. We went to our friend's house. They had a little barbecue. We're talking about it, and they were and and OJ Simpson was brought up. Because um, one of the couples that was there, I guess they saw him at a restaurant. This is back when he lived here in Vegas. Um, I think he moved to Florida or something. And and so they saw him at a restaurant. And the husband is like, I'm going to go ask him to take a picture with me. And the wife is like, absolutely not. You're, you are not going to ask him. He's a murderer. And he's like, he's a fall, Hall of Fame football player. And she's like, I don't care. Murderer surpasses Hall of Fame football player. And so he didn't. But he still is angry that she told him no. So do you think, would you get a picture with him because he's a Hall of Fame football player? Or would you not get a picture of him because of the murder allegation? Because of the scumbag side of the guy? Yes. I would lean towards the scumbag side of the guy and not, and not get a picture. Is this the restaurant you're talking about? I actually don't know. Okay. I, they were just saying they saw him at a restaurant. They didn't tell me, but I know he used to hang out there. That a was lot. Yeah, yeah, that was his hot spot. He'd be there, and uh, we have some friends that, who were, were there, and uh, OJ hitting on this girl, and she's like, "Ew, no, thank you, no." Uh, I I am with your, your your female friend, your girlfriend there. That yeah, the uh, the dark side of OJ, the murderous side of OJ, the abusive side of OJ outweighs the Hall of Fame. Uh, was he naked gun movies? The acting OJ, the, the bad side. <laughs> I want a picture of him because of the naked gun movies. <laughs> hey, of all the things you picked that, you might as well say a Hertz commercial. <laughs> the Hertz commercials running through the airport, jumping over stuff. Yeah. But it, why are there so many people that when they see OJ, they go out and they get a picture with him? It's like a thing to get a picture with OJ. I, I, would, why. I would see them like on social media all the time. Like people I knew that mm-hmm. would post that. And, you know, if, if you love him that much, you post away. But I was always like, if I saw him, I would not. I would not ask him for a picture. I don't want a picture with him. I don't know. Steph, what would you do? Picture because of uh, the football stuff or no picture because of the uh, murderer stuff? I walk in. I see him. I walk right out. (laughs) I get, I don't know. I get weird vibes around like maybe things like that because I can't, I don't know if it's like an empathy thing, but no picture. No picture for me. I did get his autograph once. This was back when he was still OJ football player, Hertz rental car. Star of Naked Gun series. We were flying to L.A. Pre-murder. Pre-murder. Pre-murder, okay. O.J. Flying to L.A., and I was a teenager, and we were in the back of the plane. O.J. was sitting in first class. I wasn't even sure who he was. My dad's like, O.J. Simpson's in first class. I'm like, ah, I kind of knew who he was. He's like, go up and get his autograph. So I go walk. My dad sends me up. I go walking up past the curtain. He was sleeping. I woke him up. Excuse me, Mr. O.J. That's a risky proposition. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, wake up. What? <laughs> ah! <laughs> he wakes up. Whoa, can I have your autograph, please, Mr. O.J.? And he signed uh, an autograph book that I had, and I had O.J.'s autograph. Uh, and what did you do with that? Do, do you remember? I've told this story before. When we were in L.A., my Michael Jackson wallet was stolen from oh, the rental car. Oh, yeah. As was my autograph book. So I lost my autograph book with the O.J. autograph and my Michael Jackson wallet all in the same night. I mean... They both have had their their uh, accusations in the past, so maybe it was a good thing. You know? Aside from the universe yeah. to get rid of those things. That thief actually did you a solid. That was very nice of them. Uh, Secaucus, New Jersey. That's awesome. Oh, man. What's worse, Secaucus or OJ? <laughs> <laughs>
OJ. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You You're gotta right. go OJ. All right, Hot 3 is coming up next. What do you have for us? This is the age that people stop feeling young. Can you guess what it is? We're going to tell you coming up. Also, uh, a lot of people say you have to drink a certain amount of ounces of water every day to stay healthy. And there is, uh, there's actually a beverage that you can drink instead that's still going to help you. We'll tell you what it is. And a hotel manager gets busted sneaking into a room. And wait until you hear what he did when he was in that room. It's all coming up next in the Hot 3. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. What is something that would make you feel old? Like gray hair, some wrinkles, um, no doubt playing in the grocery sh- store when you're shopping. Oh, that stings. Oh, yeah, I heard that the other day. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, it was it was like just a girl. No. While I'm shopping, I'm like, oh, dear Lord. That song came out 10 years ago. I, That's I not know, happening. I know. A recent global study looked into how people feel about their age, and they found that in America, the average age when people stop feeling young is 43 Now, right now, that's people who were born in 1979 or 1980. The good news is there is a buffer zone. Americans don't start feeling old until they're 52. So they're saying that you stop feeling young at 43, but you don't feel old until 52. So there's that in-between stage. So this is the last year before elder millennials stop feeling young. Millennials are generally considered to be born between 1981 and 1996. And next year, those 1981 babies are going to be turning 43. Of all countries, Italians are apparently the youngest at heart. They don't stop feeling young until they're 60 and they don't start feeling old until they hit 70. I like that. That's just the way of life there. You know, take your nap in the afternoon, the restaurants close. You you just you spend time eating with your family and your friends. I I think that keeps you young. And you and we we'll have to discuss age or anything, but your mindset, where do you feel you are? Cuz I honest to god, I still think I'm 18. I I know my age and where I am in life and successes and failures, but in my mind, I am still an 18-year-old kid. It's, I, it's so bizarre. I feel 35. I feel I feel younger, but I don't feel like 18. Mm-hmm. I definitely don't feel that way, but yeah, I just I I definitely when people will ask my age, I'll forget. I'm like, um Hold on. And I'm trying to do yeah. math. I just, I don't remember. It's so crazy. And it's just, it's just a number. It doesn't mean anything. But yeah, it's just, it's so funny where your mindset is and how you're feeling. It's just kind of crazy. What's, you know, here's what's funny to me. It's like, there's someone that loves to age shame all the time. I hear, I hear them do it all the time. Uh, and it's, it's really annoying, but I don't say anything. And, and it's not like directed towards me. It's just, I always hear like, well, they're old and they're like, 30 or or they're like 40 or something and and I, f- I finally had enough just hearing it because she was talking about one of our co-workers and it's like what does someone that age know and I go you love to age shame and that person just looks at me and I was like it's a luxury to be able to get older. I'm like, why I go you're gonna be old one day too and they just were like 
uh, they didn't say anything after that. I think I made them mad. Well, no, you're just calling the person out. You're just dropping just truth bombs. That's good. Yeah, and 30's not old. 40's not old. 50's not old. 60's not old in my mind. Yeah. It's just, if you're so lucky to get to those older ages, like, that's awesome. I And now I'm going to go down this sad road, but I look at, you know, some places on the news and they talk about so-and-so, they died at 38. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, they didn't even get to experience you know, like life after, you know, 40 or anything like that. And it makes me feel so bad when I hear stuff like that. So that's like every day, this is so cliche, but seriously, every day is a gift. It's it's just, I don't know. I don't like when people do that. I'm right there with you. Thank the Lord, whatever you believe in, higher power or whatnot. You wake up every morning, put your two feet on the ground. You won the lottery. You, we, All of us here in this studio legitimately won the lottery. We woke up this morning. We woke up this morning. That's winning the lottery right there. We're alive. It's crazy. That's what I uh, saw some quote some somewhere that said, live every day like it's your last because one day you'll be right. And I was like, oh, that kind of, like, <laughs> that, that hit hard. It is. And, and I, I think I mentioned like nursing homes and stuff. And I'll do this every, every once in a while. I'll sit there and I'll like envision myself in that situation. You know, it's towards the end. I'm lying in a bed and loved ones are gone. There's no one around me. And, and thinking to myself, if I'm in that state I would probably be saying I would give anything to go back to my 30s, 40s, whatever. And then like, well, here you are. Now do what you would want to do. Do what do what old JC would look back and say, I wish I would have done that. Do that today. And then he rips his shirt off like he's a Hulk. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, also this morning, you might be getting more water into your body than you know. Consuming caffeinated beverages like tea or coffee, which are diuretics, don't actually dehydrate you. They This is from Popular Science. They say while caffeinated beverages will likely make you have to use the bathroom, that effect is temporary and will not have a considerable effect on your overall hydration in other words all those cups of coffee or iced tea that you've been drinking they should go down go towards your daily water count oh i'm golden if that's the case i've always heard the opposite that's why i thought this was so interesting you know for every glass of coffee or every cup of coffee you just took away one glass of water you had and i, I don't know who you, who even told me that but now i feel so much better about my coffee consumption we're way above the uh, the standard of water intake per day if we count our coffee and everything else yeah, we drink absolutely um then why do i still feel dehydrated you get to the point where you're just like dying of thirst it was like last week. I'm like, I'm so thirsty. I was like, envisioning myself drinking water. When you get to that point, it's kind of to the point of no return at that point. Yeah, that's uh, that means you're severely dehydrated mm-hmm. at that point. Um, finally, this morning, if you go to a fancy hotel spa, you might spend hundreds of dollars getting a, a really good foot massage. But if you go to the Hilton Hotel in downtown Nashville, you can get one for free, kind of. A 52-year-old man named David Neal was arrested and charged with aggravated burglary and assault after he reportedly entered a guest room at 5 a.m. and sucked on the guy's toes. Ew! (laughs) The guest woke up, confronted him, and called police. He recognized David as an employee because he'd previously come to his room to fix his TV. Turns out David is, or was, I should say, the night manager of the hotel. For the record, David denies doing any foot stuff. He admits to entering the room, but he claims he did it because he allegedly smelled smoke and wanted to check on the guest. 
As believable as that sounds, he never reported the smoke smell to security and no one else at the hotel smelled any smoke. He's being held on a $27,000 bond. So now you check on someone. Is there smoke in the room? Hold on one second. Let me check. Let me lick your toe. <laughs> yes, there's smoke. <laughs> Coming so up. So gross. Yeah, oh my gosh. Disgusting. Nine o'clock hour, we've got Jerker Justified, a potential cheating situation. We'll read you the situation right around 9.15 and you get to be the judge. It's Mix 94.1. So, ladies from Ed Sheeran, it's eyes closed on Mix 94.1. And it is Monday. That means it is time for Jerk or Justified. If you ever have a situation you want us to address on the air, our listeners are the best and they give the best feedback. You can send us your dilemma on our website, mix941.fm. And today we have uh, someone reaching out with a dilemma with. His girlfriend. What is it? It's from Cameron. He says, hi, Mercedes and JC. This is for your jerk or justified session. Names have been changed. I've been dating my girlfriend for almost a year, and we moved in together about three months ago. Last week, I got a weird text from her that made no sense to me. It said, I miss our patio talks. I responded, huh? And she quickly replied, oh, that was for Hannah, her best friend. So here's why it's weird. We don't have a patio, nor did either of us when we lived separately and first started dating. So that's what immediately threw me off. Also, I've been to Hannah's. She doesn't have a patio. But you know who does? Her ex. I know him through mutual friends, and I know where he lives, and he has a patio. When I asked her about it after work, I was like, Hannah doesn't have a patio either. She said no, but we used to always do lunch on patios and have the best chats. It was our thing. She was very awkward and fidgety when explaining to me, and my gut says that text was meant for the ex. Would I be justified in pressing in with more questions, or should I just let it go? Sign Cameron. Hmm. What do you guys think? Call us, text us, 702-364-9400. Um, what do you think? I don't think you're wrong in pressing in with more questions. You're concerned. Is there cheating? Is there something going on? Where there's smoke, there's fire. But why are you concerned? Was there something in the, in the past, the past year, that kind of was a red flag to you? Like, what's the concern now? Has the ex been brought up in the past before? Do you think she saw his feelings for her ex? I don't think there's anything wrong with asking her about it. Just straight up ask her. You're not texting your ex, are you? No, I'm not. Okay, cool. Move on. But, but what's why is this now like a red flag for you? Obviously, I think there's something else going on underneath uh, with you and your girlfriend. You think they they have a different problem? Well, I think like why is this a red flag? Because were there issues in the past? Did she? Do you think she still talks to the ex? Do, is the ex still in the picture? Like why is this a red flag to you? Why don't you just I, let I think, it go? I think he's justified in it being a red flag. I mean, I does. I don't think it means there's been other stuff. If there's a weird text that doesn't quite add up. I think that you're justified in wondering what it is. Um, the way I feel is that you should always go with your gut. Your, but with that being said, you have to decide if you trust her or not. And if she tells you that's what it is, it's for Hannah, and you believe her, and you have trust in her, you have to have trust in a relationship. You got to, you know, you got to just kind of blow it off. But like I said, on the gut thing, if your gut's telling you something's wrong, I I always go with my gut on things. And you should probably press a little more or just say, okay, this may not work. But I think trust is the biggest thing. And you, you have to trust her at some point. 
Yeah. And Otherwise, it's not going to work out. You keep going around in circles the whole thing. No, I swear it was at Hannah. Well, if you don't trust her, then you won't believe her. Or just believe her in. Okay, she was at Hannah's. I, you pressed it. You asked her about the ex. She said no, and you have to move on. Candace says, let her go. Send her back to her ex. Bye. Um, Narita says, ask to see her bill. You will definitely see who she's texting then. Would be a little toxic, but you will find out if she's lying. I can't stand people who lie. Uh, Hallie says, oh, that was definitely meant for her ex. I would say bye, girl. This one says, uh, Nicole, I, I definitely go with your gut. Mine has never failed me, and I was correct each time, unfortunately. Um, Robert, let it go. Let's see. What else do we have here? Michelle says, sounds shady to me. Lee says, she's allowed to miss some things from a past relationship, and if they're still friends, she's allowed to reminisce with him. Now, if they're talking about their patio talks in bed after getting busy, then that's a different story, <laughs> but she shouldn't lie about who she was texting. Jenna says you either trust her or you don't. I think you know the answer on this, so you have two choices. Press it and possibly break up or leave it and swallow it. A lot of responses on this one this yeah, week. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's uh, I agree with that one. It, either you trust her or you don't. And that's where you move on from here. Well, Cameron, let us know if you press it, what happens if she if you guys are still together. We love getting it. We got to follow up on one last week. So we love reading your jerk or justified situations. But we love it even more when you take some of the advice and apply it. And let's see how things panned out. And if you want to be featured or you have something you think might work for justified jerk or justified, just go to our website, mix941.fm. Now, up next is what's trending. What do you have for us? All right. We're going to talk about Taylor Swift. She uh, is continuing to make headlines. Guardians of the Galaxy wins big. And instead of eating chips in a sandwich, how about eating chips that taste like a sandwich? All of that is coming up next in What's Trending. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. All right. Taylor Swift is trending this morning. So she is now making all these surprise announcements that make you, that that's making people go crazy. First of all, you probably know she's been re-releasing her versions of her albums since they were requ- acquired by a record company. So during her Nashville show on Friday, she announced she's releasing Taylor's version of her album Speak Now. And that's happening on July 7th. In addition to the original songs, it's going to include six new songs from The Vault. She said she wrote this album by herself between the ages of 18 and 20. She says, I love this album because it tells a tale of growing up, flailing, flying, crashing, and living to speak about it. Uh, Last night, she was in Nashville again, and the show was delayed because of lightning and rain. She ended up playing till past 1 30 in the morning in the pouring rain like she was soaking wet and she was just out there with her dancers they uh they did such a good job i couldn't believe they ended up doing it also matt healy from the 1975 he was spotted at her show over the weekend and they were spotted leaving together in an suv that just leads to more dating rumors on that one and uh, he was also there performing with opener phoebe bridgers on um saturday so but it sounds like there's definitely something going on yeah some kind of connection and i'm sure all of taylor's fans were there with her to the very end of that rain show last night as well yeah it was uh it it was kind of surreal to watch and just see how everybody stayed Uh and i think of all the little girls who had school this morning and who are probably feeling terrible but yeah that is trending also trending is guardians of the galaxy there is a new number one in the box office the movie 
Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 had a domestic opening of $114 million, which was well behind the last film in the franchise. However, experts say that any domestic opening over $100 million in this post-pandemic area is definitely a success. Huge, huge for that movie this weekend. Yeah, it looks funny. I definitely have to check that one out. And then finally, Lay's are trending this morning. Why eat potato chips with your sandwich when you can get all that flavor from just the chips? The folks at Lay's obviously wondered the same thing, and now they've introduced three new sandwich-inspired potato chips. You've got a Lay's BLT sandwich flavor, which is supposed to taste like the... uh, legendary bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich. There's a Lay's wavy Cuban sandwich, which has the traditional flavors of pork and cheddar cheese and a new take on the classic sandwich. And then there is baked Lay's buffalo chicken sandwich. It's the first limited time offer ever for baked Lay's, and it has the flavors of cheese and buffalo sauce. If you want to grab some, you can get them nationwide, but only for a limited time, and that is what's trending. Dean Lewis was just here last weekend for our Spring Fling, an amazing performance. He's got a solo show coming up in October, and we've got your tickets to that show in just about 15 minutes. Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. It's just a great way to start a day. On Mix 94.1. Hi, Jessica. Hi. You're caller 20. Thank you. Going to see Dean Lewis. Sounds like a good plan to me. Thank you. Are you going to have fun when you see Dean Lewis? He'll be back in town Wednesday, October 11th at the House of Blues in Mandalay Bay. And we've got these tickets all week long at 940. And Heather, she's got a pair for you coming up later on today in the 5 o'clock hour. Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for a Monday. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you missed any part of the show today, download our podcast. You can get it wherever you get your podcast from. You can also download it on the Odyssey app or on our website, Mix941.fm. We are headed out. J-Love is up next, but right now it's time for the line of the day. This morning, we brought up Side of a Milk Carton songs. Great songs that just disappeared. Mother by Tracy Bonham. That was an amazing song, but the song went away and so did the artist. What year was that? Was that like 80s, 90s? Was it 90s grunge? 90s alternative? Tracy Bonham. Mother, mother. Oh, gosh. I got a bad case for love. <laughs> or that, oh, that's, that's, that's like for plants. No. Doctor, doctor. That's 80s. Oh, is it? Yes. I know. We've got a few things to clear up here. First off, Tracy Bonham, Mother, Mother from 1996. Here is that song. And then the second song we were talking about, Robert Palmer's Doctor Doctor. This one right here. Doctor Doctor, give me the news. I got a Wasn't the eighties, wasn't the fifties, came out in nineteen seventy-nine. Oh wow. They sound a lot alike, I think, so <laughs> that's just me though. Uh, if you missed any of that today's show, download today's podcast, and that'll do it for show number 1834 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.